1: It's 930 in 716. I'm Brian Mazarowski here with you. Foggy outside, 31 degrees. Uh, Yeah, watch out for the fog. I may be expecting some rain-snow mix later on. We'll find out more coming up in just about 40 minutes later at this hour. The investigation continues into the four-alarm Main Street fire that took the life of Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno. ATF branch chief Walter Shaw providing an update over the weekend.
2: So again, it's very early in the investigation, and but we're looking at all aspects of, of fire causation within the structure. Um, we're interviewing people, uh, going throughout this uh, interview process, uh, getting witness statements, videos from surrounding businesses, and putting it all together, trying to create a timeline and trying to see exactly what happened. But it's very early uh, in the investigation to speculate on anything else at this time.
1: Shaw said it may take a couple of weeks to determine a cause.
2: Uh, we're working our, our way into the building, uh, looking at different types of uh, potential fire causes and, and ruling those out as we go along. And hopefully towards the, uh, the end of this week or uh, the end of next week, we're able to uh, come up with a hypothesis that we like uh, that could explain how this fire started and what, what actually happened uh, to the fire the firemen.
1: The city estimates the fire caused $2.6 million worth of damages. Meanwhile, city filling with memorials to Arno in support of his family and the fire department. Diana Chutko decorating her business outside of Engine 2.
3: We see our firefighter all all the time when we're working here and we watched the fire. we watched the black smoke through our windows and we saw uh, the fire. And then when we found out that one of our neighbors um, perished in it, Uh, a a calm went throughout the whole building, and we've been devastated ever since. They're everyday heroes. They're here to help us. And by being a teacher, we always taught our children, teachers and firefighters, and the police, you know, we're special people.
1: Diana Chutko, uh, right outside of Engine 2, part of a growing memorial there. We'll hear more from Diana coming up a little bit later on this hour. Buffalo police say one person in stable condition following a shooting on Proctor Avenue yesterday afternoon. Police responded just before 2.30 in the afternoon to a male shot multiple times. He was transported to ECMC, currently listed in stable condition. Rail Company Norfolk Southern Facing more scrutiny over its safety record after another train derailment, the latest incident in Springfield, Ohio, over the weekend. 28 of 212 cars derailed, including four empty tankers with residual amounts of diesel exhaust fluid and common industrial products. Authorities say the crash, posing no threat to the public's health. Here's Liz Nagy with more.
3: This marks Norfolk Southern's fourth train derailment in Ohio in the past five months, including the derailment in East Palestine, where a toxic waste cleanup is still underway. Since the February 3rd derailment, residents there have suffered from a range of symptoms, including headaches, anxiety, coughing, fatigue, and skin irritation. The Environmental Protection Agency has now ordered Norfolk Southern to test the area for dioxins, which can cause cancer.
1: Locally, State Senator Tim Kennedy among lawmakers looking for further action to prevent derailments.
0: Western New York has countless miles of rail passing through the urban, suburban, and rural communities. And every one of the residents
1: across our community and across this great state deserve to have a peace of mind knowing that the rail cars that are operating near their homes are using the safest technology possible. Kennedy advocating for train operators to alert municipalities to hazardous chemicals on board and to install electronically controlled brakes. He said greater transparency about hazardous chemicals would allow first responders to prepare a little bit more. Meanwhile, overseas, the station manager, accused of causing a deadly train collision in Greece, has been charged with negligent homicide, while protests over the crash in the capital of Athens descended into chaos.
2: Demonstrators clashing with police outside the parliament, hurling volleys of Molotov cocktails, police responding with tear gas and stun grenades, trying to push them back. It began as a peaceful protest, 12,000 strong, with calls from students, rail workers and public sector employees marching and releasing black balloons to remember the 57 victims, demanding accountability for the crash, blamed on tragic human error.
1: Lama Hassan there with the latest 506 506- Now on WBEN, Senate Intelligence Committee Chairman Mark Warner plans to introduce a broad bipartisan bill this week that will give the U.S. power to ban or prohibit foreign technology where, quote unquote, necessary. That could include the popular TikTok app. WBEN's Tom Puckett speaking with a cybersecurity expert on why that app has attracted so much attention.
0: Arun Vishwanath says TikTok's ownership allows your information to be tapped into by the Chinese government without a warrant. At the back end is owned by ByteDance, which is a
3: privately held company that's based out of China. And unlike the United States, the Chinese government does not have any legal requirements or loopholes or I mean, any legal hurdles that it has to cross to access that data.
0: It's one reason why Republicans on the House Foreign Affairs Committee voted to move a bill through to ban TikTok. And governments around the country are banning TikTok from government devices. Vishwanath says be wary of using TikTok on your personal device.
3: If you're logging into TikTok, even your login and password, if you're logging in using, let's say, your Gmail email account, that gives them access potentially to Gmail email. Uh, Likewise, whatever you post on it, if you have TikTok running in the background on your device, that could potentially be used to, you know, get data from your device. So these are legitimate concerns. Now, have they done all of this yet? No, but the but the possibility exists.
0: Vishwanath says the possibility is real. Hear why online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News.
1: Right, a lot of focus on TikTok, especially with that. We'll uh, wait to hear a little bit more. On that bill as it's released this week. Elsewhere in Washington, the 2024 presidential race continuing to take shape.
3: Yesterday, Maryland's former governor announcing he won't seek the Republican nomination. Larry Hogan saying a crowded field could help Trump win. Meantime, Democrat Marianne Williamson announcing she will run again. The self-help author spoke exclusively to ABC's Jonathan Carl. I don't see myself as running against Joe Biden. I see this campaign as challenging a system. As for Biden, at age 80, he's the oldest serving president in U.S. history, no, but okay. says he will run again.
0: Uh, my intention is from, hasn't been, been from the beginning to run.
1: Much more on this still to come. Steve Roberts said to join us at 820 little bit later on this morning. How about this uh, finally for a lot of parents out there making it easier to avoid paying junk fees to sit with their children when they fly. American, Alaska, and Frontier Airlines now
2: guarantee that parents can sit with their young children without getting nickel and dimed. That from the federal DOT, which is posting on its website what it calls a dashboard. You click on it and see a list of airlines. Green check marks signal that the airline guarantees that parents can sit next to children 13 and younger for free if adjacent seats are available when they book. That guarantee is backstopped by the DOT if they fail to deliver. Chuck Severson, ABC News.
1: All right. So maybe some good news if you're flying with kids or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thinking about doing that in the future.
2: Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Clouds on the increase. Some scattered rain and snow showers popping up this afternoon with highs near 40. Tonight, snow showers. Few inches of accumulation well south of Buffalo. Overnight lows in the mid-20s. On Tuesday morning, clouds can wait to sunshine. Highs in the upper 30s. Mostly cloudy, low 30s on Wednesday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Erman We
1: turn our attention to tax season. Esther Goulias is CEO over at EG Tax, bring us through it. Uh, Esther, okay, so a lot of people have uh, maybe begun to file, have already filed, gotten uh, notice what the refund is going to be, and a lot of people saying, what the heck? I <laughs> what, what happened to all my money? Um, <laughs> well, what is going on? There's a, a lot of people maybe surprised by refunds being way down.
3: I know. It's true. Absolutely. Um, they... It, You know, when you take a look at some of the withholding that's been done on W-2s, in some cases, the state withheld more than the federal. So whether the people filled out their W-4s incorrectly, because the new W-4 is very complicated, or they just changed the withholding charts. Um, I've even had payroll clerks that say, we're in charge of the withholding, and they end up owing or the refunds are a lot less. So the important thing is if you find out that you owe money, Don't think that you should not file your return until you can come up with the money to pay it. Timely file the return because the big penalty isn't uh, isn't for not paying. The big penalty is if you don't file your return because that can go up to 25% of your liability, whereas if you just don't pay, it's like 0.05%. Uh, until it gets to 25% sometime later. So the big penalty is if you don't file your return. And then you can set up a payment program right with the IRS, but the important thing is change the W-4 at work.
1: All right, so you have to watch your withholdings. That might have changed over the last year. There's also a a lot of this, um, you know, we'll call it COVID-era policy that might have seen you get a lot of money back before, maybe now not so much.
3: Right. And that's I think, uh, you know, it's you know, when they were doing all of the covid stimulus stuff, that was all kind of baked into the pie, too. Then then they went ahead and did all these gigantic credits for children uh, for 2021. Those have all been set set aside. So kids now under the age of 17 is two thousand dollars across the board, whereas last year under the age of 18, it was three thousand. And under the age of six, it was 3600 So that's where a lot of the money um, is going. And if you got a family of four, let's face it, that's, that's over $4,000 that you're paying extra in taxes this year.
1: Yeah, um, it's a lot of money. I, I was uh, you know, kind of stunned when I saw, doing my taxes, the difference in uh, daycare credits. I mean yep. – was a, a pretty big chunk just a year ago. Well, what is it now? If you have a, a child in daycare, I mean, what is the uh, deduction you can take now?
3: Well, the the maximum is 30%. It goes from 20 to 30% at, with a maximum of 5000 So it's way different. Last year was up to 50%. So it, a, a lot of major changes. And last year it was refundable, and it's not refundable this year. <sighs>
1: It's it's a lot for people to know. Um, what are some of the ways, okay, so refunds might be way down. Are there ways that, all right, you're going through it, you see that it's not going to be as much as before. Are there things you can do to maybe reduce your taxes uh, as we're talking right now?
3: Yeah, like if you're a worker or if you're self-employed, that IRA, the traditional IRA is still available to you. And, you know, for instance, if you put $6,000 away by April the 18th, so let's say you got a bank account making like no money. And you move the bank account from the savings to a traditional IRA and you put in 6000 and you're in the 20% bracket, federal, 5% New York State, you save $1,500 just by moving the money around. And a lot of people say, oh, I lost so much money on my IRA last year. You don't have to put it in the market. There are CD IRAs right now that are paying 5%. So it's a great way to make money and save money on your taxes.
1: So uh, there's you know, a little bit of a uh, hope for you there. I, uh, what are you seeing out there right now? Are people doing it earlier, later than usual? Is, is it per normal, or do some of these changes well, have people scared?
3: Well, I think people are not in a hurry to get their refund because – that. plus there was that article about don't file early, which didn't have anything to do with New York State. But the important thing is you want to make sure that you, what you do with all these credits, that you do things – in your best interest, like I, the other day, I had a parent that came in, their kid made $7,000, they're in college. And so the kid claimed himself. And so the parents lost the American Opportunity Tax Credit. Well, I amended the kid's return, he had to pay back 500 but the parents got 3000 So the family made out by $2,500. And if that's your case, amend the return, fix it and get the money back.
1: Have you noticed a big change in the amount of people having to do those 1099 forms? You know, so many people doing with Instacart or Uber or, you know, all these different things that might not be taxed initially. Uh, and then, you know, this time of year comes around and everyone's like, whoa, uh, wasn't planning on this.
3: Well, you know, if you're self employed, and that's really the 1099 form, miscellaneous income, uh, non employee compensation. That would mean that you're self-employed. So you want to make sure if you're one of those people that you keep track of the mileage you're putting on your car, the expenses, maybe you're, you're, pick, you're picking up bags to, for people or, or whatever, all your expenses reduce your income so that you only pay taxes on the bottom line. And then let's say that you end up with $10,000. You can then open up a simplified employee pension, an SEP or an IRA, and further mitigate the tax liability. Plus, if you were paying for your own health insurance, that's an adjustment to income, too. So all of those things can knock down that final liability.
1: That's a lot to keep in mind. You know, Esther, not surprising. I just saw a survey that said 49% of people, so almost half of uh, people across the U.S. surveyed would rather do jury duty than do their taxes. I mean, what do you? You're you're doing them all the time. Uh, probably not you, but what do you think about that number?
3: No, I do 1,800 returns a year myself. So no, I do lots of returns. Um, I think that it's daunting because there's so many t- twists and turns in the tax law, and the people really don't know. W- all of the if, and, ors, or buts, and so it's it's daunting, and especially if you're not a, a, a bookkeeper kind of person, and you get all of these, this pile of receipts, and you don't know what's deductible, it can be very daunting.
1: That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.